This, 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 this is mythical. Hey guys, we wanted to pop right in before this episode of Ear Biscuits to let you know that we will not be hosting this episode of Ear Biscuits. That's right, actually Stevie's hosting this one. Yes she and is. And she's interviewing Alex. Right, because. We're, we're, we're calling this a crew biscuit. Yeah, because we're gonna have a handful of crew biscuits. Take out your hand, open it up, do it. This it helps to visualize. Visualize. Open up your hand, open your palm, and receive some little biscuits, some little crew biscuits. You can fit. You can fit a handful of them in your hand. Starting with this one, because we are we literally just ran from uh, the set of Buddy Systems. Well, season I kind of briskly walked. Well, it's hot out there, so I yeah. wanted to get in. Okay. And um, we're gonna run back right after this, and we're gonna we're gonna keep shooting Buddy I'll Systems back season too. two. I walk back too, but we're having a great time. I'm gonna trot. It's not affecting anything about us, personal appearance or anything like that. Nope, nothing not is being all. impacted by this, by this season of uh, Buddy System. We're having a great time. It's going very well, but it is taking all of our time plus a little extra that we don't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why we were excited about the crew stepping in. It's crazy though. Let's talk about Buddy System for just a second, just to talk give them a little it. tease. It's crazy. I mean, like, I mean, I, every I think, every every scene we do, I, I'm still like, they're gonna come in, and they're gonna shut this down. <laughs> someone, someone would sense we shouldn't be allowed to do this. Is gonna say, stop the madness. Lots of people are conjecturing about different aspects of the plot, given some of the social media that has been released, and also the behind the scenes videos that you can watch uh, on the This Is Mythical YouTube channel. Yeah, um, you know what? You're, you're not gonna. <laughs> it's, I mean. The plot is so stupid. No, that, let's have, don't say stupid. I mean, in a good way. Though. Okay, good stupid. I mean, people see an image and they're like, let's "Well, they, they, this must happen." I'm just like, "No, what you think is happening is probably not happening." <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's, that's you, great. You, you got to watch it to figure out what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so even though we're so busy doing that, it was very important. The thought never crossed our mind to not. Put an intro on the top of this to set up Stevie and her conversation it with Alex. Of utmost importance for um, us, we thought that it was almost crucial, yeah. essential that we that we do an intro we, for we, this. Yeah, we would we would never not do an intro for this, although, so that they would have to then do an intro without us having to do it. Although I will say, that done one. We will not do other intros for the rest of the the crew biscuits. That's probably it. That's was very true. Very important for us to do this one. Just so you'll know that that's what is coming, but for the next few, we will not be doing an intro because you're smart people. Mythical beasts are smart. They don't have to have everything explained to them, right? And I think that you're gonna you're gonna gain insight into the lives of um, the people that we work with and that are our our, our friend friend workers. They're friend, they're not just coworkers. Friend they're friend workers. workers. I just think they're friends, Link. Well, no, they're not friends. Let's be real. I mean, they're I, they're friends because they work for us. Uh, yeah, but now they become friends. But we do like them a I lot. Mean, people become friends through different circumstances in life. You don't have to say, "Well, you're only a friend because." But if they didn't I work, shows you as a friend well, if they didn't, first. If they didn't work for us. They wouldn't be our. I friends mean, you anymore. were a classmate of mine before yep. you were a friend. That was a joke. it. Was circumstance that led us together, and it's circumstance that has led us to the mythical crew. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I'm not going to call them friend workers. I might call them friendly workers. They are very friendly when they work. But they, I'm going to call them friends. Friends, I'm also gonna call you friends. Enjoy this crew biscuit. Welcome to Crew Biscuits, I'm Stevie. And I'm Alex. 
And today we are taking over the table of dim lighting uh, amidst buddy system preparation, pulling back that production curtain of magic uh, to let you in on that little secret, mm -hmm. if you didn't already guess that one. Mm -hmm. Uh I'm going to now give a double intro because we're not sure if at this point more production magic Rhett and Link are doing an intro to this intro. So you never know. This yeah. is um this is in the case that they are doing an intro. Cool. Wow, that was a great intro. That went well, better than expected. And the, all the nice things that they said about you, about me. That was great of them. Um, it was just like super generous and heartfelt and. Um, I cried. Yeah, it was beautiful. More more than I could have asked for. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, this is in case I didn't do an intro. Okay. Uh, you know what I was hoping for this week on Ear Biscuits? What? What's that? An <laughs> intro from yep. Rhett and Link. Yeah. Which would have been nice. It would have been great, and I think it would have kicked things off in a much better way had there uh, been an intro. But because there's not an intro. Yeah is what we're talking about. Sure. Is there not an intro? Right. All right. I think that, I think we covered it. Covered it. Nailed <laughs> it. Like always. <laughs> nailed it. Um, so what is, what is crew biscuits? You might be asking because you didn't put together the fact that we're members of the mythical crew and we're on ear biscuits. Yep. Um, well, let me just explain. Uh, I would like to start off by uh, just talking about myself because that's what you do when you have a guest on is that you just talk about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I never have a second to talk to any Mythical Crew members. I'm physically running oftentimes. I've noticed I'm the only one who physically runs <laughs> from meeting to meeting, but yeah. I do it. Uh, and I wanted to have a second to sit down with crew members and just talk about life and uh, yeah. where they're, they're coming from, where they're coming from <laughs> <laughs> currently, where they're coming from. I just from. came from the bathroom, so that went pretty well. So Alex, you're my first. You're my first guest. Yeah. Do you feel honored? Very. Um, excited, nervous, sweaty. It's gonna be great, though. Do you want to know why I chose you as my first guest? I do. It's a heartfelt moment, just like the intro that Rhett and Link maybe did. People cry on the show, and it could happen again. Let's see. Um. Well, I've always said to you, time and time again, your greatest skill is just talking to people oh. and this is a podcast yeah well first of all thank you that's very nice you've talked some people into some really odd things yeah horrible well i won't <laughs> say horrible but some wild things yeah and you're always like sure i'll call that snake charmer and <laughs> <laughs> ask him if he do does lizards yeah you never know I mean, until you ask <laughs> um so uh traditional ear biscuits we go way back yeah um, I I have a list of things that I know about you, facts that I know. Sure. One of the facts that I think everyone knows is that you're from Michigan. Mm -hmm. You went to Michigan. Yeah. You love Michigan. Yeah. You wear a Michigan hat all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, you have parents in Michigan. Yes. You have a brother who is from Michigan. Still there. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about your family life. Tell me about uh Alex in Michigan. Uh, Michigan was a great place to grow up. Um. My whole family is still in Michigan. My sister lives in Michigan as well. She's a nurse. I have a brother who's a doctor. Are we talking about city, like urban Michigan? Are we talking about cornfields? Um, Are there cornfields in Cornfields everywhere. A cornfield in front of my house, a cornfield behind my house. Are you being serious right Dead now? Dead serious. Cornfield to the right of my house, 
and a cornfield to the left of my house. Swear on my life. Surrounded by cornfields. I'll show you a picture on like Google Maps after this. If you zoom in, it's just cornfields and then my house. Did you have anything to do with the cornfields? No. So here's what happened. My dad is a professor of computer science and engineering. So a big computer guy, you know, really into all that kind of tech stuff. A professor at at Michigan? At Michigan State. So another college in Michigan. Okay. A rival school, the one I went to. Um, but he's, you know, very technologically savvy guy. But he was tired of, like, living on a college campus, I think. Mm-hmm. And so he moved to the countryside just outside of a college This town. is pre-you being born? Or this is, like, you used to live on a college campus? Yeah, so I grew, like, I think until I was, like, five or six, I grew up on a college campus. And then we moved to the countryside. Okay. Like my dad would have like drunk college students pee on our lawn and stuff. He would have them. Like well, he, he wouldn't. Was like, he wouldn't be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> but <laughs> that would happen to him. And I so need he you was to like, come over tonight because my lawn is. I need an dry. excuse to move, <laughs> and I would love for you to pee on my lawn. No, yeah, it was like he lived in the middle of a very crazy college town, and then you know he moved my family to the countryside. But he continued to work at. Yeah, state. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, and he's still doing that today. Or? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Living in the cornfields. Living in the cornfield, working on computers. Okay. Like, he's, like, really big-time computer guy there. Like, he does, like, supercomputing stuff. Did he, growing up, my dad always had, like, one of his hobbies was he had a bunch of PCs, and he'd take them all apart, and then he'd build, like, supercomputers that did, like, very random things. But he was he, like, a hobbyist computer guy or just... He was, he's like hardcore, like that's his job. So he do like, oh my God, that <laughs> like it's not a game to build parks. <laughs> you know what I mean? He would do like, I mean, we would always grow up with, which I thought it was strange. So back in the day, you know, now everybody has computers, but when I was a kid, not that many people did. And yeah. we had four or five in our house all the time. PC. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. kinds of different stuff. So it was. It was a little bit different, but yeah, he was, they were always everywhere around the house. Was he like a gamer dude? Uh, he would play like Flight Simulator. Yes. Your dad do that oh too? Oh my gosh, Yeah. Yes. That was a great game though. It's like, no, yeah, it's also no joke. It's like you're in a cockpit. Yeah, and like a huge joystick. Yeah, he had the whole thing. I didn't think I was going to be bringing up huge joysticks, <laughs> but. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, my dad could work it, you know? He really, <laughs> he could really fly that thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, now I do. Yeah, yeah, sure. So your We're mom, about each other. I'm guessing your mom was not into flight simulation. No. Okay. I think I like take after my mom a lot more. Like my dad's very analytical, you know, kind of a, a more serious guy. But my mom is a school counselor. So she oh. also loves like What age? Like what? Elementary and middle school. Okay. So she's always dealing with like children's problems and stuff, you know? <laughs> That's her thing. Does she have any good motivational posters in her office? Yes. Yeah. Uh, she sang the song about a volcano to us. Like if you're angry and you're about to blow your top. Can like you? A volcano. I don't know it. Oh. I wish I did. I don't know it. What a tease. I know. I'm sorry. What a tease. Lori Punch definitely has sang the volcano song to and us. And this is when we cut to the video of your mom singing well, the she would definitely, song. She would definitely send one in. She loves it. Okay, but no, perfect. yeah, she had like a lot of problem solving techniques she liked to employ on you yeah we would always say we're being counseled like mom don't counsel us what so you have a brother and a sister and Mm -hmm. what's the age difference between all of you guys my brother and i are like almost two years apart like a year and three quarters i think he's older yeah he's older than me and then my sister's three years younger than me okay yeah a middle kid middle child yeah yeah i thought you said ew no no it's good i like jfk was a middle child but you middle children 
it's that people forget about them. That's the joke. Yeah. So were you ever forgotten? Yeah, I was left in a theme park. No, no. Um, no, I mean. They didn't leave you at home. And no. then they went to New York and <laughs> they were like, Kevin! And then they were like, no, his name's Alex. <laughs> no. Um, no, I mean, I don't. I think there's a unique experience to being a middle kid, though, you know? You're never like the center of attention ever. I think you're always competing for it, right? Who Competing with both of your siblings? Yeah, yeah. I am the oldest child and my sister, I have one sister and she's younger than I am. Yeah. Um, and I felt like growing up, she, my mom would like test things out on me. And then yeah. like a couple, couple years later, she'd be like, yes, you can watch PG-13 movies or you can like, I, I never got to do any of the fun stuff. Like I was yeah. always the guarded one. And then my sister got to be the one that just got to do everything always. Yeah. I think it was a thing where they're like, they gave it a shot with my brother and then they gave up on me. And then it was like, yeah. <laughs> By the time my sister came around, they're like, yeah, maybe we should give it a shot again, you know? But, you know, <laughs> to each their own experiences. But you're close, with your, you're close with your brother, at least. I know yeah. he just got married. Yeah. And how was, uh, how was that? It was wild. Where, it was, where was that, Michigan? Yeah, it was back in Michigan. I was like, last week? Yeah. Uh, it was great. I was my, best, my brother's best man. I was my best man. I was the best man I could be at that wedding. <laughs> <laughs> um... I wanted to talk, one of my notes says, um, hold on, I need to read it directly because it's a funny one. It says, mother dash protein starch veggie mom, question mark. Do you know what that note means? No. What's that about? Growing up, I felt like my mom, like dinner for me always included a protein, a starch, and a veggie. And it was like a very, it's a very like 50s thing to do. Yeah. And it wouldn't be like peas as the vegetable, but like... In my mind, as a child growing up, if I didn't have those three things, so something had gone wrong. Yeah. My mom had like it had been a bad day for my mom. Yeah. So I think this means, did you have protein, starch, and veggies for your like? What was your That's like home funny. life like? Yeah, kinda. So we, my mom would pack our pack our lunches every day, mm-hmm. and we would always it'd be like, uh, sandwich, drink. Uh, like starchy snack and then like a sweet snack, like and a, a pudding. paper bag, and a paper bag every day. So yeah, I Wait, guess you so. had the same thing for lunch every day, or was it like a varied sandwich situation? Very, like it changed all the time, mm. but it was always the same thing. It'd be like, see, I feel like goldfish are ruined for me. Really? Because you used to get them all yeah, the time. Yeah, I can't. I feel that. Yeah, I used to get so it'd be like a sandwich and then like a pudding, <laughs> and then like some chips, and then a drink. And I remember it pretty clearly because, like, you'd see these kids with Lunchables and stuff like that. And I'd be like, yeah. yo, that's, that looks dope. So I'm into good. that. Yeah, Have you looked... had a Lunchable lately? No, but I bet they're just the as incredible. ones? Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. No, but that makes sense because it's like, like you said, it, we'd get the same kind of thing every time. Yeah. So I guess my mom is a starch. I keep wanting to go like this, but then my, um, then I'm, the, you know, the mic is way taller yeah. than I am. Yeah. And this looks weird and it looks like. So I'm too. not going to do it. I read like this and I'm going to hurt my... I'm just going to do this. I'll um, do this. Are we talking like public school? Yeah, or public school. The whole, all your schooling all life? All the way through, yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I think it's probably a different experience than a lot of people because I lived in the middle of nowhere. So it was like there there was only one school to go to. Did people ride on horses to get to school? No, but people would take their tractors to school. They would? Yeah. Like yeah. Multi- in the parking lot, multiple tractors. I think that, like, if it was, like, in season, they would roll up in their tractor and be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, and also, if it was deer hunting season, like, there's no point going to school because all the kids were gone. 
I thought you were going to bring tractors into it. And I was like, that doesn't seem like a because good idea. Because they were always shooting deers on, <laughs> on their tractors. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah, there were, like, there were pickup trucks in my parking oh, lot. Oh, yeah. A lot of those. I remember this kid, I like, because hanging out in the parking lot in high school was like a thing. Yeah, it was cool. Before the bell. Yeah. Um, And I remember after school one day, um, this kid was chasing after his friend like like he was running, running. and his friend was driving uh, I think it was like a station wagon or something mm-hmm. and um, he stopped the station wagon to be funny and the kid smashed into it ran through the back windshield yikes that's I don't know why I just and he passed away. That up. He passed away. No, he's well. Oh, I mean, he's okay. he could have passed away. <laughs> oh, like no. since that incident, he oh, didn't during okay the now. incident. <laughs> okay, good. I would not have brought up that story, hmm. but um, but I don't remember who the kid is, and therefore I haven't spoken to him. So I, uh, R.I.P. If that yeah. is, hope you're doing well. The case. Did you have like an iconic car in high school? Because I no. did. Let me hear about your iconic yeah. car. I had so I had a '96 Jeep Cherokee. Is that an iconic car? Well, like, mine and what, was. What's the def? Oh, mine. So my car, like I had this ninety. It was just this red Jeep, but everything was broken on it, basically. Ooh. So all the doors, like they wouldn't lock. Is this a car you asked for? Or is this a no, car that no, your parents like were like? No, it was like a hand me down. Me and my brother would share it. Okay. But none of the doors would lock. So every day I would come out of school and all of my stuff in my car would be on my roof and all the doors would be open. <laughs> My friends thought that was super funny. That is super funny. <laughs> but also, this is great. You know, like the back windshield sprayer? Mm-hmm. Mine was broken and it would shoot <laughs> outwards. And so, like, my friends would walk by and I would shoot them in the face with my windshield wiper fluid. But, yeah, it was pretty. People knew about That does about sound my car. iconic. Yeah. Good times in that car. I had a blue RAV4. Ooh. But it was not iconic. <laughs> But that's all it was. That's just what it was. <laughs> no was one, no one put four. stuff on my roof or yeah, anything I, like that. I love that car. It was great. I'm not a big car person. I feel like I like I've had the same car since 2008. Since I've known you, yeah. Yeah, and I you are you are a big car person. Sort of. I mean, sort you're of. A chooser of cars. Yeah, chooser of cars. Like, Can we if go you through? ask the specs about my car, I could not tell you a thing about it other than it's red. And the roof comes off of that thing. But before that red Volvo convertible. Oh, yeah. Choice, yeah. <laughs> what did you call your other? You had another Jamal. car. Jamal. Jamal. Okay. Who was a who? <laughs> who? No, you can call him a who. He was. Yeah. He had a lot of personality. He wasn't a PT Cruiser. No. He was a. Heavily misunderstood Chevy HHR. Yeah. Okay. But that car. I mean, that car was great here. We used to use that car for shoots all the time. Did you go Jeep HHR red convertible? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're moving up in the world. <laughs> Broken um, Jeep, uh, Chevy HHR, and then I got my red convertible. So you took the Jeep to Michigan, to University of Michigan, or you took the HHR to University I didn't have a car. I didn't have a car in Michigan uh, at U of M, but I got one. When I got my first job after I graduated, I got the HHR. Did HHR. you, you always wanted to go to U of M? No. Or? Well, it's weird. I don't I, haven't, I don't know if I've talked about this a lot, but I didn't go right to U of M right away. I was a transfer no. student. Yeah, I spent oh a year. Scandal. Please, I'm not a p- p- pure blood U of M guy. Um, I went to school for a year at this place called Eastern Michigan University, hmm. which is, <laughs> which is weird. It's weird. It's like 
three miles from U of M, but it's also a D1 school. But it's, oh man, I don't, it's not as good of a school mm-hmm. as U of M. It's a great school. I don't know how to walk around Do you think this. they're watching you when you're? Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it wasn't as good of a school. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. I mean, yeah, I spent a year at, at Eastern. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So like I said, my dad taught at Michigan State. Mm-hmm. I probably could have gone to Michigan State, which is also a big, you know, and huge school. And it was next to your house. Right well, next I mean, to my house. Yeah. It's literally like 10 minutes away from where I grew up. But that was kind of the thing. So like all my friends would go to Michigan State. We would go there when we were in high school still and hang out with our friends. Like mm-hmm. that's all everybody did. So everybody kind of did, would do the same thing like a lot of my friends from high school are still all best friends and i don't really i don't talk to them that much they anymore. are watching actually they probably so, are um, sorry but yeah everyone kind of do the same thing and i never liked doing the same thing so i went farther away i went to eastern michigan U- eastern michigan university um and i never even applied to u of m because it's a really good school hard to get into and then hmm. i transferred out after a year i got in your self-confidence i feel like I feel like you've grown, uh, your car choices <laughs> have matched your confidence level. Uh, so, but once you were at U of M, yeah. then you decided you wanted to be in entertainment? Yeah. Um, yeah, while I was at U of M, I, I started studying film and kind of fell into some really lucky internships and stuff like that, working on movies. I would work on, every summer I was at U of M, I would work on like another movie. Do you know what my favorite movie story of yours is? Uh, probably. <laughs> Do you want to talk about your your screaming? My that screaming. You did? Yeah. So so sorry, sorry. I'm I'm jumping around, but you're at U of M. Yeah. You decide you want to go into film. Yeah. You fall into some good internships. Let's maybe talk about those internships and yeah. then and then we'll talk about the the screaming. Well, it was weird. So right when I got to school, these huge tax breaks were coming to Michigan. Like over fifty five percent tax break to to shoot a movie in Michigan. Okay. So you could double your budget by just shooting in Detroit, which is like kind of a bombed out city as is. Like it's and a Detroit's listening, right? Uh but a beautiful bombed out city. It's like World War Two never stopped, but it's beautiful there. It's great. I love Detroit. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so there's these huge tax breaks. So there was tons of movies being filmed in Michigan and there they didn't have enough people to work on them, which was crazy. Cause like that's people's dreams to work on these huge budget movies. Mm-hmm. But that summer, what I remember year are we talking? 2010 and 2011. Oof, long, long time ago. Long, long ago. <laughs> but yeah, so there's all these, these tons of, of movies shooting. And so there'd be these job postings all the time. Like, Hey, we need people to come out, but they would never say what it's for. They're always like very secretive. They didn't want like press people finding out stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I applied my first one I applied to, was like intern needed to assist with directors and producers. And I was like, I could do that probably. And then like I got to this random kind of office building in Ann Arbor and like the, there was a parking sign that said parking for Wes Craven. And I was like, oh snap, this is so crazy. I just reacted as if that was a surprise. <laughs> Did you see that? Like, I was like, who, who, who's at the parking sign? Oh my, oh my God, I didn't know that. But didn't I remember that like, coming. that's pretty wild, especially a kid from, you know, Yes. Uh, four cornfields around his house to be like in the presence of like I loved movies that's why I studied movies and so to be around all that was crazy at what well, I was 20 20 years old so um, so after you saw the parking spot 
I went in and like they sat me down directly in Wes Craven's office and said like, oh, this is going to be an internship working with his assistants and the producers of the movie. Like, is that something you're interested in? I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. That'd be great. And then kind of like one thing led to another. I, it's kind of weird, but I was working on like a $55 million movie in the middle of Ann Arbor like that summer. It's crazy. That's so cool. So crazy. It was but, wild. But you weren't just working on the movie behind the scenes. No. Well, no, I am featured heavily in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I actually got a check uh, for Cocky Student, which was my role in the movie. Sorry yeah. to jump oh. ahead. But yeah. Um, Recently you did? Yeah, like last week. I got a $13 check in the mail. They're, that's not too shabby. Like no. It's been a while. Check it out on Netflix. Tell your friends to watch it as well because... I can think I get some percentage of money mm. every time people watch it. I guess we can't really cut to clip because no. I would I would tell myself yeah. watching this that yeah. we couldn't cut to the clip. If you want, you probably could find it somewhere. But uh, yeah, that's another weird story. So I was like, strangely, I had become sort of friends with Wes. Like he was an 80 year old man and he loved playing Angry Birds and Flappy Bird or not Flappy Bird. It was Doodle Jump. Wait. Doodle What's jump. the difference between Angry Bird and Flappy? What's Flappy Bird? Flappy Bird is when you press it and then it tries to go in between like bars. And it's not an Angry Bird? No, it's he's a happy bird, I would say. <laughs> he loves to fly. Oh. But weirdly enough. Sorry, I'm getting this. Which it's an means ad. This is the, the ad, ad symbol. Um, and I'm I'm reminded via Cody going like this how much I desire to have an ad right now. Alex, are you desiring an ad? I would love to see an advertisement. Hey, Mythical Beast, do you listen to music on Spotify? I know you do. Well, if you do, we want to let you know that you can also listen to this podcast. That's right. Ear Biscuits is on Spotify. That's right. You can find us in the podcasts section within the browser tab when you're using Spotify on mobile. Or you can just go on there and search Ear Biscuits. And believe it or not, Ear Biscuits, that's us is what will pop up. I believe it. While you're there, click to follow us to have new episodes delivered right into your Spotify library. Ooh, a little surprise in the Ear Biscuit variety in your Spotify. That's not how you say it. It's Spotify. Yeah. I just wanted to say You tried to rhyme variety and Spotify. And that's hard to do. But you could I did have just it. said variety in Spotify, and that still doesn't rhyme. Okay, Mythical Beast, head over to, I also said Mythical Beast wrong. I said Mythical Beast. <laughs> so I'm really. No, no, we're changing it. It's okay. official. Mythical Beast. <laughs> All right, Mythical Beasts, head over to Spotify.com slash podcast for more. That's Spotify.com slash podcasts. Oh my gosh, that Welcome ad back. was so good. Wow, that was really good. Okay, what were we just talking about? Your role in Scream 4. Yes. Um, there is another story that you have told me that I want to bring up because I think that if you brought it up, it would sound like you're name dropping, but if yeah. I bring it up, it is exciting. So yeah. um, Miley Cyrus, tell me about her. Well, okay, so after I did Scream and I had a role in Scream 4, We'll, we'll breeze over that. I was in Scream 4. A kid was too young to do it, and so they asked me to do it. Wait, that's not Cocky Student? That's a different one? That is Cocky Student. That's like the story of Cocky Student. Oh, I'm sorry. There's more. We'll go back to <laughs> Cocky Student. Okay, so yes. Yeah, so I was gonna so do like you can play find the play. clip. We talked yeah. about that, and we're, now we're going play-by-play play on Cocky Student. Yeah. To give you, to because we're not done with Cocky Student. Well, I just, I, yeah. So I was, 
I was 20 at the time. And I guess the kid that they had hired to play that had lied about his age mm. and he was underage and it was like a SAG project. So they were like, oh, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And so that day they needed somebody to replace it. And they're like, Alex, what are you, you're not doing anything. You need to do this. And I was like, oh God, are you serious? And so I went into like a dark hallway, hallway with Wes and he was like, walk up and say this line to me. And I did it. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh snap. And so the next thing you know, I was like in hair and makeup and I was in, I had like my own trailer for the day. Very, very wild. I can't remember what you looked like, but how Crazy. much hair and makeup are we talking? I looked insane. So I'm, I was gross. I was working on a set. I remember like going back to the hair people and she was like, when was the last time you showered? <laughs> and I was like, so long. I'm on this set every day. You know that. Wow. Yeah, she was rude. And I had like really curly hair. I don't know. It's a wild Oh look. my gosh, you did have curly yeah, hair. Yeah, really curly. But you naturally had curly hair. They didn't curl your hair. No, I mean, I I think I was a lot Did to they do. shower you? Is that what you're saying? They I like bathe, they sponge, makeup sponge bath your body because yeah, you yeah, were so yeah. gross. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, I just looked crazy, and then they did what they could, I think. And then I had to go do that line, and it was weird. I feel like students look yeah, 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 exactly. Curly hair. Yeah. All students have curly hair. Yeah, but that, yeah, that was the story, though. I uh, had curly hair. I wasn't hired to be an actor. I was just there. Right time, right place. I had played a lot of uh, Doodle Jump with Wes, and we were oh, friends. Oh, sorry. We didn't even talk about Doodle Jump. Yeah. Flappy Bird, you're in between bars. They're happy, and they're not angry. Yep, yep. Doodle, Doodle. Doodle is just a Do guy I who Do I sound jumped. old and out of touch right no, now? Doodle Jumps. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, this is like early, early iPhone games, and I had just gotten an iPhone, too. Like, my parents had got me an iPhone for that movie. I was like, oh, I need one. Everyone will think I'm a loser if I'm on this movie and I don't have an iPhone. Mm. And so I had just gotten, like, I think it was like doodle doodle jump on the iphone Mm -hmm. wes and i had bonded over that and then uh he asked me to do that part (laughs) and And i was in it you owe it all to doodle jumps yes it was Um, cool i gave a really good teaser earlier yeah when i just said miley cyrus and that's all i said she's great what how did she come into play this is another film that you worked on because there were not a lot of people in michigan to work on films yeah happened so I killed it, you know. I'm the I'm the best guy around after I work with Wes Craven. I'm like top notch now. There's nobody here who'd really worked on movies and then the next summer came around and they were like looking for people again and I was like I happen to be close doodle jump friends with Wes Craven. <laughs> so perhaps I could work on this film as well. So I worked for this That's like the perfect cover letter. Yeah. It was wild. So I worked for this guy named Chip Diggins on an independent movie called Love and Honor and Chip Dickens was like a former executive at Paramount and he like had left there and he's doing independent films now. And producing so, or directing? Producing. Like, okay. He was like, I think he was a higher up at Disney as well, but he was like hardcore. Like I love it. He, he's like one of the best dudes ever. Like he kind of was a huge mentor to me and still is like great, great dude. Um, but he hired me for that movie and on that Intern mo- PA? As his assistant. As I was, his, so I was an ex- okay, cool. assistant to the executive producer. And you're still in school. This is like yeah. summer between you being in school. Yeah, yeah. I'm 21. So this is the next summer after Scream 4. Okay. And um, so Liam Hemsworth was the lead in that movie. Mm-hmm. This is like right after he had done, um, tw- what was not, oh gosh, I almost said Twilight, which is wrong. It's the other one. I wouldn't have called you out on that one. It's the other one. It's uh, with, you know, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. He's oh, the, lead. He's the oh. one of the male lead in yeah. Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is also good. We're young. Um, Which the movie is good. Hunger Games is great. 
Yeah, it's or good. Or it's good that we know of Hunger Games. Both. We're smart, young, and we know about stuff. I like Hunger Games. Yeah. He's um, PETA or Gale. One of those no, two. No, he's not PETA. And he's I, Gale. And I like Hunger Games to the point where I know that he's, well, maybe now I'm questioning myself, but I know Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that Ooh. was a sh- oh my gosh I totally forgot I wanted us to have a platform to do shout outs because I feel like we never do if we're on GMM sure. or you know 10 feet tall like I'm always on 10 feet tall <laughs> and I'm always thinking um, you know when am I going to get a chance to shout out and then uh, I so I want to sh- give a shout out to Jennifer Lawrence Ooh. Um, thank you for being in Hunger Games yeah. um, and uh, you're really cool you seem cool I feel like I've wasted my shout out moment. Can I do one? Yeah. I want to shout out to Liam Hemsworth, all, also in Hunger Games, um, who is a great guy. I love that guy. Really? Very, very sweet dude. Was very nice to me as a okay. young man. Um, appreciate you. Love you. And your assistant, Angus. Both great people. Love you. Miss you. Hang out soon. That was a very, uh, it was very personal. Yeah. Uh, whereas mine was just a m- oh. more of an observational. I'm sorry. Yeah. I shouldn't have done it. That's that fine. Um... Yeah. Okay, well, okay, so Liam Hemsworth is in it, and he's a nice guy, and you know his assistant, Angus. Yeah. Oh, I, his assistant, Angus, is the best. But, oh, he's great, too. Everyone's so fun. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I worked on that movie and somehow also became, like, friends with, with Liam and some of the people in the cast. I was very close with a lot of the cast just because I worked pretty close with them. Who else was on in the cast? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Uh, Chris Lowell, Wyatt Russell. Who's doing very well? He was just in Everyone, Everybody Wants Some. Mm. He's Kurt Russell's son and Goldie Hawn's son. Mm. Um, who else is in that movie? Oh, uh, uh, Amy T. Garden. She was in Friday Night Lights. She's very nice too. Wait, who? Who? Which one? In Friday she Lights? was the coach's son in Friday Night Lights. She the was the coach's son. Oh, daughter, <laughs> daughter. Oh no, Amy. No, she's not gonna like oh, that. Yeah. She's the coach's daughter. Yeah. Yeah, She's Friday great. Night Lights is the show that I just like like to have on in the background of everything. Like I've yeah. watched it like three times all yeah. the way through. It's like one of the best shows in the whole it's, world. It's Highly so recommend. Um, Alex plays a cocky student in yes. um, a couple of the watch. episodes. Please watch. I might get paid for that at some um, point too. <laughs> shout out to Friday Night Lights. Yes. Oh, this is good. I like shouting out. It's going to be fun. That's good. Um, okay. Wow. We have teased Miley Cyrus so oh, much. Oh, I know. I know. So much. Um Okay, so I'm friends with Liam. I can't wait to hear the story. Miley has just, I believe they are engaged at this point, or like very close to becoming engaged. Okay. But, so I work for this producer, and like basically half my job for that summer is she just showed up to hang out. She had shot this movie with Demi Moore in Detroit the year, the summer prior. So while I was working on Scream, she had done this movie with Demi Moore in Detroit. So she like liked Michigan and liked hanging out. So she would just come and hang out on set all day. And also her fiance was yeah, in correct, the movie. Correct. Her okay, I just want to make all those connections. <laughs> she didn't just like really like if Detroit. If she did though, like would anyone tell her to leave? Probably not. They'd be like, okay. I mean, I have so many Miley Cyrus stories from that summer, but I'm not sure which one you're talking about. To be I'm totally sure. Please. I would like to hear a little bit of, of So this I remember, I remember this is like right before she kind of she was a bad girl. She was still nice. Before she was a bad yeah. girl? She okay. had her long hair. Publicly. Yeah. So she had her long hair. But I remember she had gotten caught smoking a cigarette and the paparazzi like went crazy mm. and put that out there. We're still in like Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She got an equal, she got an equal sign tattooed on her middle finger. Oof. And so she had, 
but she had wandered off and no one knew where she was when she was getting a tattoo and it was like my job to go find her like my my boss had came up to me and he's like we gotta find miley like where's miley at and i was like didn't know that i didn't know that was part of this <laughs> whole thing but i will go find her and so i remember running around this town called Ypsilanti very late at night because we were on night shoots and like <laughs> running all over town trying Excuse to figure me, out. Excuse me, have you guys have you seen, seen Miley, Miley Cyrus? Cyrus? <laughs> and then like I finally found her at a tattoo shop and she said something like, hey y'all, what y'all doing? <laughs> like She was very like, oh, hey, what's up? How's it going? Hmm. Yeah, but she, I mean, she was cool. She was always very nice to me. Did you like tag her when you found her? I was like, oh, no, we need to go. <laughs> you can't be here. You can't just be wandering around the streets of the city. She wasn't city. getting the tattoo on her middle finger, though. She was getting... Yeah, she was. She was getting that tattoo yeah, yeah. at that moment. I remember okay. that very distinctly because it exploded on social media. And I remember thinking to myself, like, that's so wild that... Like, you were she, there for yeah, the moment right. when it happened. But also, like, she's just wandering around. She doesn't care. She hadn't thought this through at all. Like, she just kind of went to this place and got this tattoo, which is awesome. Like, cool for her, but... Like, she just made this split-second decision, and then it's everywhere. Like, it's all over the news, which I remember thinking, like, oh, that's insane. I might be spilling things. No, you're good. Point. You didn't go. Um, well, speaking of insane things, Alex, mm-hmm. I also have a list of things that you've done. Oh, uh, God. Uh, very recently. Um, oh, my gosh. I'm going to tease that list, though, because I want to go back to when I first hired you. Yeah. Um, which at this point is like three years ago. I pulled up the email exchange. Oh no. Exchange, oh, no. That's um, not good. From May twenty first, two thousand and fourteen. That's so funny. <laughs> I had posted for a production assistant on staffmeup.com, shout out. And um you had answered. I emailed you back. I asked mm-hmm. if you wanted to talk. You said, quote, absolutely, exclamation point. Yeah. We talked. I hired you. Um, previous to that, you know, we had another PA also mm-hmm. named Alex. Yeah. How do you feel about that? How did you feel at the time? Did what? Um, I was fine with it. I remember Link came up to me and he, he was like trying to set up my email. This is back when we did everything. There was like, yeah. what, five of us? Yeah. And this so, is old. This is old studio that was like the studio. weird, like apartment half medical situation. It was the best. Yeah, it was good times. But so Lincoln came up to me and he was like, "Well, uh, I need to send up an email for you, but uh, you know, we already have an Alex one, so I guess you can just take that one." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no!" Like <laughs> that's like best case scenario for Link is yeah, hiring he doesn't someone have to do anything. in the same <laughs> position with the same name, so he doesn't have to remember yeah. the next person's name. Because uh, that's like a runner joke with Link is that he you'll be like, my name's Alex. And he'll be like, Greg. And you're like, yeah. no, Alex. Which is so funny the first week. But year three, it's tough. <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> rough when he comes up and says that stuff to me now. <laughs> Just kidding. He doesn't do that um, very much. <laughs> okay. So three years later, here we are. Yeah. Um, at some point, we brought Mike on. You, mm-hmm. we, you know, you moved up to production coordinator. Mike came on as a PA. Mm-hmm. When Mike first came on, um, we were questioning. <laughs> we were questioning him. I'm so excited to talk about this. It's great um, because Mike was very Mikeish at the time. Yeah, he's, he hasn't changed yet. Um, so a lot of his PA duties, he just seemed. He, he, he seemed very constantly upset about yeah. 
everything, but also but he's not. <laughs> it's so strange. So it took a while to, to yeah. for I think for us both to understand that he wasn't oh, upset forever. about things. Here, yeah. So I knew, <laughs> like, yeah, he's just kind of a very dry kind of a dude. Yeah. Do you know how Mike came to be here though? You might want to say this for your your podcast with no, him. Let's touch on it because I don't remember. I have the worst memory. Um. So I didn't pull up that email exchange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a great email exchange with Mike, but so I hired Mike because the old Alex who used to work here had put up a posting for interns and people on our old Facebook. Oh. And so that email address was up and it was like, oh, if you need to, if you want to apply for this internship, you can't just email me at Alex blank, blank, blank. Mm. And so his old email was mine, just like I said, like Link had done. And so people who were pretty savvy could find that post and then email me. And so Mike had... Wait, what do you mean people who are pretty savvy? Because you have to go way back through all those Oh, old Mike went like a year back onto Rhett and Link's more Facebook than that. page? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. And somehow found that email and from the old Alex and then had emailed me asking about internships. But in his email, he included a script starring both Rhett and Link, which he will hate me for finding. Oh my God. I, I totally remember that. Yeah. Which I bet I could find. I remember you telling me about that. And it was insane. It was like the most insane script. <gasps> but I'll, you know what? Mike can talk about that when he comes on. Yeah. But it is like. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. It's genuinely like the most insane. Didn't we read it out loud in yes, the office? Yes. Heck yeah. We all read it. And I was like. Just like all that fanfic that we read. Yeah. We read it. Um, but it was nuts. And I was like. This is so insane. No, and everyone was like, no, don't call that dude. Like, that's insane. And I was like, no, but we have to. But at the time, to. we probably didn't have a lot of interns No, and we were looking. And we were, yeah, we needed interns. It we wasn't looking. just like we got a million emails being like, can I? Can we work there? And I remember, like, yeah, and I remember laughing so hard. And then I brought Mike in a week later. And then, like, he was. But was that a joke? What? Bringing the him script. in? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. I, yeah, it was a joke. I mean, it was very clearly way over the top and very Mike. Like, my, I know Mike now, so I understand what he was doing. But back then, I was like, this is hilarious. This is absolutely insane. Like, I have to just see what's going on with this person, which we did. I essentially, which we did, and we, like, kept checking in on him being like, wait, I think he might be miserable. Yes. I think he might hate everything he we're also, asking him to do. Yeah, he had a horrible time when he first moved here. I know there's, like, so many things going on, but... He's, you know, he's a very... Oh, yeah, his car got broken into his car got on broken one of into, our first shoots. And it broke down. The transmission broke. I mean, a, he didn't have a and place to live. he didn't have, a, like, a mattress for a while. No, he was we'll sleeping. save this for the Mike yeah, yeah, crew yeah. biscuit. But my point bringing up Mike is that, like, you guys are real-life best friends at this point. And so there was yeah. a transition between getting that email with that script that was ridiculous. Yeah. And then thinking that Mike literally hated everything. Yeah. And then... To where we are today. I mean, so so you you guys started working, you really started bonding on Good Mythical Crew. Yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah. At a point, like Mike, it's so strange to think about now because like we're we do everything and we're like, <laughs> I don't. We're partners. Your roommates. We're partners in like every aspect of our life. It's okay. You can say partners. <laughs> <laughs> we're friendship partners and business partners and all kinds of partners in every aspect of our life. Well, I mean, you didn't have to say all kinds of partners <laughs> because that kind of you know opened the doors a little bit yeah. more. But that's yeah. fine. No, but at one point, Mike worked for me, like directly for me. I would tell Mike what to do every day, like you know. And it's weird to think about, like it's just so far. At one point, 
he, his role kind of changed and it was like we were just splitting everything 50 50 with what we're doing and we now that's what we do anyways so yeah it kind of developed slowly but yeah we started we started doing the crew stuff and like that's where i guess we discovered our friendship i have a list of things that wow. i'd like to bring up that Good. you did on good mythical crew just to because i feel like i was recently looking at the playlist um about like an hour ago <laughs> <laughs> and um it's funny to me the things that you've done yeah um including you got your blood sucked by a leech the, my worst fear the only fear i have really that's all i'm scared of was leeches but now that you've done it it's yeah i don't really fear? care okay i don't really care look at that it hurt but that's I like the only check thing that went off this list people would ask me like when we we're trying to do the show they're like what are you scared of and i was like leeches i don't mess with leeches man and it's true i still do, i still don't like them but that was like my biggest fear the weirdest thing about that to me was that it was in that woman's house. Yeah, that was insane. Like, that's the scariest. That's the scariest. She part. was like, you're not going to like, you're not. Uh, yeah, she was scary. I don't know. She was great. Though. Yeah, she was great. She was great. Another great we person. We appreciate her. We love Shout her. out to her. Shout out to Leech Lady. Um, You built a cheese baby fountain. Yeah, that was awesome. I, uh, I think in that episode, I you reveal it to me. Yeah, and you were like, oh, we can't use that. <laughs> no, I was genuinely. Uh, you were impressed. I was genuinely impressed by your ability to build that baby peeing cheese, or was the baby puking, puking, puking cheese? Puking cheese, yeah. In my memories, <laughs> it all blurs it together. It was peeing cheese. Um, you spent a full day gathering horse poop. Yeah. Yep. I think we'll leave that one. <laughs> I think we were like, we just. Pr- See, back on the day, back in the day, we used to like do stuff with real reckless abandon. So we were like, "Let's go to a ranch. We'll run on there. We'll steal some horse poop and then run off." And that's what we did. I like that you said back in the day, as it if like, like year, ten feet tall is not exactly that. Yeah, it's the exact like same we thing. looked we at the horse the poop thing. episode. And we were like, "That, <laughs> yeah, yeah, more of that." That's pretty much what it is. Um, this one, I feel like. There was a boundary that might have been crossed in this mm. in this particular. Oh, I know what it is. Really, I f- that's a long. I mean, it could be anything, but you drank L.A. River water and then and you went into the river. Yeah, I swam in it nude. Yeah, and I exposed myself. Yeah, there was some blurring that had to be done. Yeah, shout out to those editors. <laughs> shout out to those editors. Shout out to AKA whoever did that. It was Ben. <laughs> no, I think. Uh, I remember Matthew he, he being. He passed it off. Matthew was not into. The, he was like, uh, whoever had to blur it was upset with me. Understandably, I get it. Um, that was not safe. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, you wore a diaper to a Power Rangers convention. Yeah, that was good. People need to watch that more. <laughs> it was good. That particular episode. Yeah. Oh god. You've just been like monitoring all the episodes. Yeah, uh, that's a good episode. It People is a need really to good see one. that. It's good. Um, you took a miniature horse's temperature rectally. Rectally is the part I was implying. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've since worked with those miniature horses, so I feel like. That's not yeah. as big of a deal. No, we're cool I mean, now. I should have started with that one because that one uh, doesn't seem as bad anymore. No, yeah, they're great. Girl, the mini horse people. I'm sorry to keep Did doing this. Did you say this girl? Girl, those are great. <laughs> I think I said. Girl, the mini horse people. <laughs> I said okay. those guys are great. Yeah, the but woman. Yeah. Or the horses. The, all of them. They're. What's the woman's name? Jean. 
Jean. She's awesome. Shout out to her. Those people are for real amazing. She is really amazing. They're great. Um, and then for some reason, last on my list, because there's a whole long list. And if you guys have not watched all of the old Good mm-hmm. Mythical Crew episodes, mm-hmm. I just, you have got to shout out to those episodes. And um, yeah. we'll touch more on 10 Feet Tall. But um, I also, we were in my office looking for something to do that was related to GMM episode. Mm-hmm. The episode was about hot dogs, <laughs> and uh, I Googled and happened upon people yeah. swallowing whole hot dogs, mm-hmm. and you attempted that. Um, yeah. Which, like, there's sometimes when I'm reviewing your episodes where I, like, literally tear, I cry <laughs> from laughing so hard, and it's not, it's not, it's always when you're struggling. <laughs> I know. That's why, that's why the struggle is so real. <laughs> like, it's so hard. And he didn't, did you did you get any? I down? got a, one of the baby ones down, <laughs> and, but I also sh- projectiled one out with like the wildest noise ever. It was like <laughs> that was uh, a scary episode. There's a lot of iterations of that episode, but that's where we yeah. got to, and it was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of scary, I mean, let's talk a little bit about Ten Feet Tall. Yeah. Um, at the time that this comes out, we will be really shooting buddy system even harder. Yep. Um, which I was supposed to, I don't even know how much I touched on. I said that we're shooting buddy system, mm-hmm. but um, but gosh, boy, is there a lot going on. Yeah, you. Uh, so you are just a blur. I know we talked about you yes, running, but it's true. It's true. Ran in, ran in here, gonna run out of yeah, here. Yep, <laughs> you are. Um, but uh, one of my favorite 10 Feet Tall episodes that came out um, fairly recently, a little mm. bit further back by the time this comes out is the um, teddy bear yeah. episode. Yeah. And um, based on that episode, we kind of, we, we've come up with other fighting based mm-hmm. episodes. So mm-hmm. those episodes are going to be out around this time. Um, you got shot in the nethers. The nethers. And you also hurt your hand being shot at by another ball. Yeah. I noticed this stuff never happens to Mike, though. Isn't that <laughs> weird? Isn't that so strange how that happens? <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> but literally every time, horrible, bad stuff happens to me. But it's good. It's, you recover. You, know, it's fun. Yeah. you always recover. And we're always safe. Like, we always, people talk about how we do stuff around cars. Um, uh, Yeah, maybe that's not safe. That's not good. We shouldn't do that stuff, but we do. We're getting it, lucky. We're getting really lucky every so time far, we so shoot good. something. Yeah. Knock on. What's uh, I, my, the point of me saying what my favorite episode yeah. has been as of late was to ask you what your favorite episode has oh. been and or what you're looking forward to and just talk a little bit more about uh, 10 Feet Tall and and all that. Yeah. I mean, I, we talked about Mike and I's friendship and it kind of, that show all has like blossomed out of our friendship and like we're very strange I think people probably have gotten onto that. And so, you know, we've been given the go-ahead to just basically do whatever. Mm. Would you agree with that? It's just like, you know, within reason, you I know? I mean, yeah. I mean, I still just check out, you know, like, oh, can yeah, you do yeah. this video? Yes, you can. Yeah. Can't, let's look at the story beats. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let me approve not, this video before it goes out. Like, oh, What's the title thumbnail? But yeah, I mean, pretty much whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Like, within some reason. But that's like an amazing opportunity like that's crazy like people don't get to do that but um i don't know my favorite episode is probably i think i like the teddy bear one too 
You it, just were having so much fun. That's it why was I liked so, it so fun. Much. And it, our process for that episode was like, oh, we'll get them and we'll figure it out. And it's like when you have that much leeway to kind of figure it out on your own and like you're working through it with your friend and it's awesome. It was so fun. Like we did not have beat it out. I'll throw a trash can at Mike. We didn't have the fact that Mike was going to throw a dummy at me. Like, yeah. It's insane. The stuff that we did and it was so fun. And that's kind of, you know, we're trying to find our way still, I think. And that's kind of the, the thing that we're moving forward with. It's like, we have fun together. And when we get to, you know, be wild and be ourselves, that's the best, the yeah. best episodes, I think. Yeah. I mean, when we were first talking about transitioning away from Good Mythical Crew and yeah. starting this whole new show, um, we had a couple meetings where we were like, okay, what are the, let's come up with some episode ideas and they have to have mm-hmm. this criteria. Um, and Rhett and Link and I were sitting down and we're like, what do we, what do we want to see Mike and Alex do? And there was kind of a, it was, a, it was very hard for us to yeah. think of things for you guys. So then when we sat down with you guys and we were like, well, what do you guys think is funny and what do you want to do? Got hot and dog then, stands. Yeah. And then the next time you came back and talked to us, you had like a list of 30 ideas that we would have never yeah. thought of. And we were like, yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's very yeah. Mike and Alex. Well, you guys know us very, very well at this point, especially you, Steve. We, I'm old school at this place. You at this are. Point, yes. Which is crazy. You are, even though your email's even older than you. it's true i sent it in vitro i don't know in the womb no your email address oh yeah yeah that's right other alex we covered that earlier i thought you meant i wasn't born yet which doesn't make any sense no (laughs) that's not that's not what i meant um well alex thank you so much for being my first guest on biscuits uh at the end of ear biscuits episodes uh guests get to sign uh the table i want to extend the same courtesy to you um Unfortunately, I'm going to have to ask you to sign underneath the table because sure. um, I that's where I feel like the mythical crew should be signing. Yeah. You you understand. No, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Harley so, um, Harley Morrison takes up a lot of room, so it's like, you know. And he might be coming back and we need another space for him to take up equally yeah, the same sh- amount of shout room. Shout out to you, and, Harley. Um, oh, final, final shout out? Maybe. Maybe final? Yeah. I'm kind of bummed I wasted on Harley, but <laughs> great guy still, though. <laughs> Love you. Um, all right, I'd like to uh, watch you do this. This is so much harder than you think it is. Upside down. Um, you you notice another signature under there, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the old Alex. <laughs> but he wasn't asked to sign, right? I don't know the story of that. Oh, I do. Because I, I remember we were we were moving this table in and saw that Al- the old Alex had signed the underneath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't What's know. If it, it, what is it? What's I mean, Ben Ben had told me that he had asked him about it, and he was just like, "Yeah, like that was my final goodbye." <laughs> so we probably can't keep that in the episode. What? No, <laughs> we're keeping that in the episode. And old Alex, this is a final, final shout, shout out, out to, to you. you. Man. Um, thank you so much for thanks being for having in me our, in our own studio that Stevie, we're always in. It's been in. a beautiful three years. I can't wait for more. And you are a fearless <laughs> leader, and we love you very much. Oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.